This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is 5.08. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn. First up today, the Ministry of Health's decision to include Braille on medical labels has been getting some praise. Yes, specifically the Malaysian Association for the Blind, or MAB, has commended the Health Ministry's initiative to include Braille on medicine labels. Now, um, what this means, from what we understand, is that medicine packaging for visually impaired patients will have Braille to explain the dosage and intended use. In other words, um, you know, the usual thing that we all get, which is the after meals twice a day two pills. So Braille medicine labels will be made available at 250 select public health care facilities. The ministry through its pharmaceutical services program has consulted with MAB for this initiative. It also collaborated in a pilot test two months ago and uh, thus far it has been launched in some hospitals and clinics uh, in the public sector but the initiative will only go nationwide from March 11th onwards. So on the surface of it, I think this sounds like a great step towards making healthcare and um, all the various aspects of it accessible to people with disabilities, right? So um, on this particular initiative, the Malaysian Association for the Blind CEO, Dr. George Thomas, added that this was a move that's long overdue and that it would be important to increasing independence among the visually impaired as well as enhancing their experience with healthcare. Now, before this, um, how this would typically have happened is that uh, people who are blind or visually visually impaired would have to rely on others with sight to read out the information on their prescribed medicine. Um, Occasionally, pharmacists and nurses would put uh, what's called a tactile indicator on the packaging, but that may not necessarily be in Braille. Um, So it might also mean that if you're talking about, say, elderly patients, they might find it difficult to remember what the different tactile information refers to. It's expected that this is going to benefit 55,000 visually impaired people. And broadly, I think, uh, we can all agree that it's a move in the right direction. There are things in the communication of this or in the description of this that I, I think is very uh, humbling for someone with sight to recognise that maybe you just really don't think about the experiences of people around you who are different uh, from you or who have different abilities from you or have different or are living with disabilities. Because the thing is that for most of us, it is an expectation that when you get your medication, Yes, the person in front of you will say it to you. Okay, listen, you have to do this, 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 that, that, that. But after that, when you go home and you wonder to yourself, wait, did they say before after meals, did they say how many I was supposed to take? You look at the label and you just read it and it's right there. And I think that point about dependence or rather independence is such a good one because if you have to rely on somebody cited uh, to tell you what it is that you're supposed to do, there are some clear, like very, very clear problems with that because what if you don't have a caretaker Um, or what if you're not in a position where you feel a degree of trust with somebody who would be able to do that for you and in general shouldn't you be the person who is in charge of your own life and your own medication and so uh, I think this is a step in the right direction there have also been other reactions and other points brought up which I think we can explore later so we are talking about an initiative from the Ministry of Health to provide labels in Braille for uh, medical for medical packaging for medicine labels. Um, This is currently uh, um, in the early stages, so select pharmacies will be providing these. Um, So we're going to be talking about that and in a larger sense, how to make healthcare accessible for 
people who are blind. So that's what we like to hear from you on. What else would make accessing healthcare easier for the visually impaired or the blind? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. After this, we'll be speaking with Muhammad Nadir Abdul Nasir, who is a freelance consultant and independent researcher focusing on disability issues. So keep it here, BFM eighty nine point nine. Bigotry free Malaysia, BFM. 89.9. It is 5.13. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Sharmila and Lynn, and we're talking about a new initiative by the Ministry of Health to include Braille on medicine labels. And so we, were, we would like to hear from you on this, what else would make accessing healthcare easier for people who are blind? You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp zero one eight seven eight nine double eight double nine. Tweet us at BFM Radio. Joining us now on the line is Mohammad Nadir Abdul Nasir, freelance consultant and independent researcher focusing on disability issues. Nadir, welcome to the show. Thank you, Shamila and Lynn. Thank you for the space. So this initiative by the Ministry of Health will inc- include Braille on medicine labels, where the packaging would have Braille to explain things like the dosage as well as the indication of what the medication would be treating. How would you feel about this move? Right. So there are two things. Number one is uh, this move will inevitably um, tackle the uh, access to information issue, issue relating to access to information for uh, those who are blind and uh, partially sighted, especially for blind uh, persons, uh, because uh, yeah, for for many years now we have uh, the the blind community have been facing the access to information in this context, access to information uh, to uh, medicine labeling or, or packaging uh, from uh, for for many years, and and this is also aligned with um, the commitment made by Malaysia and also. Uh, other ASEAN countries when they adopted the ASEAN Master Plan 2025, colon mainstreaming the rights of persons with disabilities, uh, especially the action point AEC 17 under the ASEAN Economic uh, Community Pillar. So I'm very happy and very glad to see this move uh, being made by uh, KKM, our Ministry of Health. But there are a few things that we need to uh, critically scrutinized when we talk about uh, accessible packaging and labeling for blind and partially sighted persons. So before we get into that then, as someone who is visually impaired, could you talk to us about some of the major challenges you have had when it comes to packaging and medicine? Yeah, of course. So uh, like I said, it's about access to information. So usually for, for sighted people, you guys can see, okay, this medicine is for what disease, for what illness, uh, for what symptom, uh, for what purpose, and how many you have to take uh, maybe once a day, twice a day, uh, 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 twice a day, for example. So, um, so uh, those information uh, before this, we can, uh, blind people cannot uh, read that because there is no braille or tactile information uh, provided on the uh, packaging. So that's uh, what we have been fighting for for many years. Uh, my senior activists, especially uh, within the blind community, have been fighting for many years to have this accessible uh, medicine packaging or labeling. And in terms of um, managing this with the people involved, how supportive are pharmacists when it comes to helping or assisting in this process? 
Right. And so this is quite interesting. Before we have the medicine, uh, accessible medicine bill or tactile based medicine labeling for blind people, um, usually it depends on the common sense. Uh, 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 relatively, we have to, uh, depends on the common sense uh, amongst the pharmacists or the uh, people, uh, the, 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 the workers, the employees in that clinic or in that uh, medical center. Yeah, sometimes they uh, use stapler or they use a rubber band uh, in uh, to to um, indicate uh, to indicate what uh, what this uh, uh, this medicine is for what purpose and how many uh, times you need to take per per day. Uh, but it's actually depends. Like I said, it depends totally on the common sense possessed by uh, that particular uh, a pharmacist or, or, or medical officer. Yeah. Um, and some of them uh, come up came uh, came up with a very interesting, very unique way of uh, in, uh, providing this kind of permission for for blind uh, clients. But most of them may not know the, the best way or the the, the the easiest way and and more easy to understand uh, method for 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 uh, giving this kind of permission to blind persons. So MAB did highlight that this move is going to help increase independence among the visually impaired. Can you help us understand why why this independence is so important? Right. So um, you have to understand. So, so uh, in many situations, blind persons uh, uh, live on their own. Even though they live with their family members or their friends, sighted friends, uh, sometimes um uh, when they want to take the medicine maybe no one uh, are there to help them right so and and plus most of us the blind person even myself i am a blind uh, identify myself as a blind person we want to uh be as independent as we uh, as, as far as we can right especially in the simple simple things like you know uh, uh about the, this kind of uh in this context uh, in terms of the the labeling on that packages right although yeah there are, there are so many apps out there to help us maybe for example being my eyes so you have a volunteer using uh, via that app you can uh ask for for help from from ex, uh, volunteer using the phone uh, the camera phone but uh that one is very, 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 uh, it's very uh, uh, too much, too much step to take, right? It's much easier if you have the, the bill or, or tactile based uh, labeling on that uh, packages or, or, or bottles whatsoever. Nadir, you said earlier that there are a number of issues to talk about when it comes to this issue of medicine packaging and labeling. Um, what was it that you wanted to highlight? Yeah, thank you. So, uh, Braille is just one of the way uh, information are being uh, delivered to blind persons or partially sighted persons. Um, but we have to acknowledge that um, there is a small number of blind persons in Malaysia that do not know Braille at all. So we need to think of maybe the easier way. Of course, Braille is good. The 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 the, the the, the, the essential point here is tactile-based information. So it doesn't necessarily mean you have to uh, have uh, braille, uh, uh, long braille sentences uh, put on that uh, packaging or labels, but maybe you can use some other form of tactile-based information uh, uh, so that uh, 
other people who do not know Braille, they can still uh, uh, get the uh, access the information for that label. Um, so this is still uh, we have to see how it goes. Maybe some experiment uh, experimentation still needs to be done. Uh, whether uh, all types of blind people are comfortable with this uh, 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 initiative, but uh, we need to we need to acknowledge that when we talk about inclusive, it doesn't mean one way only. Yeah, it doesn't mean one size fits all. Maybe it it it, it maybe it needs. Um, several ways or several methods to make sure all people, uh, all subgroups in the blind community can access uh, 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 their, their, their medicine. So uh, Moses Chu, Executive Director of the National Council for the Blind, brought up a few points, some of which you've covered. Um, I think this issue of tactile ways to communicate dosage. Um, but one of the things that he brought up that I wanted to ask you about, mm. even though it's kind of a, in a way, it's a sidebar to our conversation, but I think it's important. He, he brought up the fact that adults who become visually impaired later in life might not always be so fluent in Braille. And I was hoping to get you to respond to that and also talk about maybe some of the ways in which um, we need to provide better support for people people who do lose vision later in life or who face these sorts of challenges. Right, true. So uh, this is very, very true because uh, some uh, of blind people, maybe they become uh, blind uh, advantageously. So it's not congenital blindness. So maybe they take, uh, they need some time uh, to, to learn, to relearn uh, about the writing system used by blind people. So that's why, um, well, when, when it comes to accessible labeling uh, on, on medicine packages or medicine uh, uh, bottles whatsoever, it, it, it must be easier to understand, easier to access, and, and make sense. Yeah. So, uh, uh, of course, there are other uh, things that we need to uh, do. For, for example, maybe um, the Ministry of Health through the State uh, Department of Health throughout the country and the office, District Office of Health, uh, throughout, throughout Malaysia, in collaboration with blind people's organization, can work together by organizing some training, some exposure uh, for for the blind users, blind clients, uh, for uh, in 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 relation to uh, accessible uh, tactile based uh, uh, labeling uh, on on medicine, right? Um, and this is also uh, important to uh, the government must also. Uh, fund the rehabilitation services for those who become blind or become uh, who, who uh, uh, having their impairment advantageously, uh, meaning they are not congenitally impaired or blind. Maybe at, at, at some point in their life, they become, uh, they have uh, some form of impairment. So this uh, rehabilitation services must also be provided to this kind of group, including Rehabilitation services uh, uh, relating to uh, making sure they they know how to use Braille or tactile based information. So we also wanted to extend this conversation and talk about some of the other areas we need to look at when it comes to providing better healthcare services for uh, people with disabilities. And in this regard, of course, uh, people who are visually impaired. What are some of the major issues that we have right now in this regard? Thank you. So. Um, Last year, we know that the government, the, the previous government, uh, wants to uh, table a, a white paper on health reform, which is very good. 
but we know for many years now, it, it is it is a fact that uh, government, especially in this context, Ministry of Health, um, very seldom uh, engaging persons with disabilities and their representative organizations as uh, in relation to their health equity, access to health, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. So um, I think it is very important for Ministry of Health to continuously engage persons with disabilities and their representative organizations. There are a few uh, mechanisms they can use. For example, under the National Council for Persons with Disabilities, MKBOKU, there is a technical committee called uh, Quality Life Care Committee, uh, chaired by the uh, Director General of, of MOH. So they can use that mechanism to engage, to continuously engage, to, uh, to, to uh, conduct capacity building, conduct consultation, research whatsoever uh, uh, by involving directly and actively involving persons with disabilities in Malaysia. Yeah. Um, uh, the other mechanism is under uh, Ministry of Health, there is a Bahagian Pembangunan Kesehatan Keluarga Family Health Development Division. Under that division, there is a OQ sector, right? So they can also use that mechanism to engage, to do programs, to do training, to conduct research with uh, or, or uh, uh, relating to health equity, access to health among persons, disabled persons in Malaysia. So, um, yeah, so we have a new government now. It is very important that the new government, uh, the, the, the new minister and deputy minister of health uh, to in actively engage disabled persons in Malaysia. Uh, especially in, in, in the area of health uh, equities, because we know uh, last year, WHO have uh, launched a global report on health equity for persons with disabilities, and it's a very, very alarming. The, the findings in that report is very alarming, and we need to do something. Um, and hopefully in the next uh, the upcoming budget, 2023, there, there are few good news uh, for disabled persons in Malaysia in relation to health access and health equity. Nadir, thanks for speaking with us today. Thank you. That was Muhammad Nadir Abdul Nasser, freelance consultant and independent researcher focusing on disability issues. We've been asking you for your thoughts as well. Um, what else would make accessing healthcare easier for people who are blind? You can call 77332900, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. I think we have time to do this voice note that's come in on this side of things. This is from Sabrina. I have asked the visually impaired group um, if, when they visit the government hospital or any private hospital, um, they said that it's better for us to have like a guard rail that they can actually um, hold on to and get to their clinics. Um, in Australia, for example, in Gold Coast Hospital, they have uh, volunteers, you know, old people, retirees. Um, instead of staying at home, being alone and sad and lonely, they volunteer maybe one or two hours per week or um, maybe three days a week to uh, navigate uh, people who do not know where to go at the hospital. Because um, if you are visually impaired, um, you you have to ask people because all the signboards are, you know, uh, very visual dependent. So a short way of doing it is um, probably 
the security guards that just sit there at the door or sit at the desk, you know, writing in logbooks the whole day, they can be roped into um, helping people get to their clinics. Uh, you can't expect the hospital staff to um, accompany patients or their relatives to the right clinics. So I think there's a lot that we can do, use the current resources uh, wisely. Maybe, you know, it's just a change of mindset. Sabrina, thank you for that. So many good suggestions um, there. Uh, keep yours coming as well. What else would make accessing healthcare easier for people who are blind? You can call us, you can send us a voice note, you can WhatsApp us, you can tweet us. We'll be back after this for your messages, so keep it here on the Evening Edition, BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.